I know things you never see. You never see someone taking a shit while running at full speed. Come on, Key, get rid of some of them turds in the shit box. Welcome to the Bathroom Break Podcast with me, Rab himself. Hello and welcome to the Bathroom Break Podcast with me, your host, Rab himself. I have an awesome guest here in the studios, and by studios, I mean in his living room. Hell yeah. (laughs) Uh, My guest today is comedian Nick Romero. And, uh, dude, some funny-ass shit. I've seen some of your bits, and, uh, and I can't wait to come out and see a show. And, and uh, you, ha- you have so much stuff going on. You have, a, you have a show, Couples Therapy, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we're on tour right now. My girlfriend's actually here in the corner. Hello. <laughs> She's hanging out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've got Couples Therapy. We're touring a few days every month in a different state. Um, other than that, man, I'm just grinding it out. Dude. Yeah. We've got a, we've got a cartoon pilot that we're trying to get picked up right now. Oh, nice! We're looking for an animator so that we can like self-produce it and stuff. Okay. And then we'll have it all ready to pitch. We have like our story arc all laid out. Oh Just hell yeah! A ton of things in the. In Dude, the fucking chamber. Yeah, dude. that's awesome, man. I, you know, it was funny. I was just thinking about like when I met you. I met you the first time I went up on stage and and told a <laughs> shit story in front of everybody. And uh, and you know, I won't call it stand up, but I, but it was the first time I ever got up there. And, that shit and, was stand up. And uh, and did that, and it was it was fucking nerve wracking, but it was so fun. It was so funny too because the person <laughs> that went, and I was telling uh, Danielle about this last night. I was like, the person that went on before you just sucked the life out of the room. I don't remember who it was, <laughs> but we were talking to our buddy, our buddy yeah. Josh Denny, the comic, and I was talking to him after, and he was like, thank God Rab went up before I did. <laughs> after that guy. He was like, because I don't think anybody else that didn't have like that type of like uh, uh, like TV credit to their name could have pulled it off after that, and like you saved the show that night. You realize that? <laughs> oh, right? I'm gonna get a big head with that. You, but yeah. <laughs> no, dude, you saved the show, and like to discredit it and be like, I don't know if that's stand up. That is what we do, dude. We're dude, going well, up there. Yeah. We're telling stories about things, and the story that you told, which I don't know if you've told it on this podcast, no, was yeah. fucking great because it was all in our minds. Anyways, yeah, and it was about the uh, what? What was it about again? It was about the the, 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 running, day, the running and shitting, right? Yeah, when yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> And how many X-lax you took that day, and the ramifications that it had throughout the rest of the day. That was the <laughs> exactly. best part, because that's yeah. the shit that we don't think about. We're just like, oh, okay, cool. We saw this quick segment on the CKY video, and then it's on to the next thing, yeah. and it's out of our brains. Yeah. Because that was the editing style that you guys had at that time was to just keep it quick, yeah. right? Yeah, That exactly. was like the thing. I was watching uh, the podcast that you did with Bam, too, recently, and you guys were talking about that, how you yeah. guys were smart because you knew that attention spans were quick. And that was the thing. But, like, <laughs> you don't see the ramifications or the months after or the days after the effects yeah. of these things that you guys were doing that whole time. That's fucking gnarly to, <laughs> that, uh, to tell the story. Like, I want to hear the story again because it's funny. Like, basically what happened, like, dude, it, it, you were, like, banging some chick, right, that night? Yeah. And you shit the bed, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I shit in between my butt cheeks and then the... <laughs> Then the poop water like ran down my legs as I was getting out of the, the trying to. I disguised it in like, oh my god, I need a glass of water, and I I ran out of the bedroom and there's shit like leaking down my leg and onto the carpet and that shit had me dying so hard because yeah. just the length in which you were describing it, it was all. It seemed to me like you'd done it before. Like you, <laughs> yeah. you probably told this story a bunch, right? I've told it, yeah. Because it seemed, uh, as comedians, we call it tags, which is like the little jokes leading up to the big joke. Yeah. And you had them throughout the entire story. It did not get boring, and you went for ten minutes on just this topic. Yeah. Do you understand how hard that is to do, <laughs> and what it is that we do? I know. To stretch one fucking story out for that length, and you did. It didn't get boring the entire time, and you were fucking annihilating the room the whole time. Damn, I couldn't dude. believe that was your first time doing it. Shit, I, I appreciate that. That, that. That means a lot, like, coming from a real comedian who actually does it. Dude, you that know? was so funny. And yeah. that's the shit that we work on as comics is stretching those 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 stories out yeah. and keeping them going for a long time. Because when you do get booked, and you, like, you're booked on the road, uh, people don't understand 
what goes into putting a show together or putting uh, jokes together um, and to make it like people will be like, oh, can you do an hour? And you're like, Fuck, I, 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 I mean, I can. I yeah. don't know how great it's going to be. Yeah. Like, especially if you're not like a seasoned, seasoned. That sounds like an eternity. For, <laughs> yeah. But dude, yeah. you went up there and talked about one fucking story. You, I, I'm sure you got a million just like it. Yeah, there's definitely a bunch. <laughs> of like broken bones or fucking jumping up. You, I was telling Danielle this literally last night. I was like, it, we were watching that podcast and then we watched some CKY stuff. And I was like, dude, that's my friend. Like I watched <laughs> this guy while I was growing up. He, him and his buddies are the reason why I've jumped off the roof of this house that we're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, awesome. And like now we're sitting down and hanging out and talking. That's fucking weird for me. You yeah, know what I mean? But yeah. at the same time, so cool. You yeah, know what dude, I mean? That's awesome. Like, you have to understand that that culture that you guys pushed at that time, that like MTV, when MTV was still fucking badass, yeah. was like everybody wanted to hang out with you guys. You realize that, right? Oh, dude, yeah. Every dude from age fucking. I realize it because that's why I'm in a program of recovery now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Because I did go hang out with everybody. Every dude <laughs> right now from age 28 to like 40, 45, yeah. at one point while watching your guys' videos or watching your shit on TV was like, I want to fucking hang with those dudes. Dude. I want yeah. to party with you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm sure that yeah. happened a lot. Dude. And it was, and it was wild, and it was, it was a crazy, you know, decade of my life for sure. Just anywhere you went, yeah. everybody was just shoving booze in your face, yeah. right? Or booze, like drugs, shoving the women, party whatever. That brought yeah. to you, yeah. even if that wasn't your intention, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was definitely that whole lifestyle of living like a rock star uh, for sure for like ten years. So hard to get out of. Yeah, when it, you get it was. Into it. Yeah, and, and that's something that we have in common too. Yeah, is that, and they, I know it's taboo. We don't really talk about it, but like we're both. Dudes, yeah. we're we're both in recovery. Yeah, yeah. Like, how how much time do you have? Um, I my sobriety is September twenty fifth, two thousand nine. So September twenty fifth, dude. Yeah, like I'm September fifteenth, twenty fifteen. Okay, there you go. So yeah, good stuff. September, yeah. dude. Yeah. So <laughs> <What's> yeah, <up? laughs> it's like what like Earth, Wind, and Fire song. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but so yeah. Uh, you know, a little over nine years, and uh, and it's been it's been incredible to be sober and live in a sober life. And have you have you done the peaks and valleys throughout the nine years, or like did you hit a point where it was just like, okay, I'm at a plateau and everything's good, and I'm consistent, or is it constantly? <laughs> are you still going through the same shit that I'm going through at three? You know uh, what I mean? Probably, maybe not as deep of valleys and not as high of peaks, but they're right. still there. Like, like, cause obviously the goal is to have that, that you know, plateau. Yeah, but um, but I don't think I don't think we get there, and I think that's why they say progress, not perfection. And, right. I don't and, think it's an attainable thing, right? right? And that's basically what we're taught. You strive for it, but you strive to not let it get so out of hand. But they happen. Right, right, you know, right. Those ups and downs happen, and and I think like obviously because life continues to happen, and you learn how to cope with it through recovery. But like, but you, uh, you know, I mean, you know all this. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. But like, but it, it's like some days you're good, and some days you're not good at it. Yeah. You know, it, it, the only thing is there's there's some days where it's like, well, I just didn't drink and do drugs today, so I got that going and for the, me, dude. That sometimes that's yeah. all you need. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some days like. That's enough. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. Yeah. A yeah. lot of times that was enough. Yeah. To be like, oh, okay, I can lay down and be like, all right, I'm cool. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I didn't fucking really accomplish anything today. Yeah. But what I did by not doing anything was yeah. an accomplishment in itself. Yeah. And or I dropped a bomb on all my personal relationships. But hey, they'll, they'll <laughs> appreciate me again tomorrow. You know? <laughs> but I, I loved, didn't get drunk. <laughs> dude, I loved that part about the program, though. Yeah. Was being able to go. And, and I think that's kind of what prepped me for stand up was like. Going in there and being able to talk about just sad shit for so long, yeah. and then eventually I was able to start making it funny right. along the way. Yeah, after and you saying have to. it so yeah. many times, I started laughing at it. I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, how the f 
fucking nightmare. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, you have to. You have to be able to laugh through all that dark, morbid shit, or else, you know. And that's what my whole fucking stand-up routine is, dude. I'm yeah. literally just taking you along the path of what fucking happened. Yeah, you know what I well, mean. And that's a great point because I want to hear kind of what happened with you because I do know a little bit about your history of being, you know, in a band and basically doing um, like Warp Tour and these other things. Yeah, and- it's not much different from like yeah basically what you went through except uh the party wasn't really coming after me anymore nobody was like like once like my little bit of stint of like whatever popularity died out really quick and i didn't want to let it go you know what i right, mean right. so i was yeah. the dude bringing the party to like friends <laughs> and they're like dude grow the fuck up yeah yeah like yeah, when yeah. are you gonna get it yeah, together I'm yeah just, fuck I, you man i got it together what yeah are you what are you talking about? about so so what uh what band were you in like what was i was your... in a band called pristine okay so we sounded at the time it was like sounded like deftones meets glass jaw meets the used yeah like okay. that's war- whole warp tour scene style music yeah you know what i mean like Screamo-y, I guess you would call it. I don't yeah. know, post-hardcore. Okay, and you were the singer, right? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, I was a singer. And uh, the last time that I was on this thing, we we didn't air it, but like the story that I told you about was like yeah. I literally shit my pants ten minutes before going well, on stage. Tell at Warp. I want to hear that now because I don't know if we'll put that one on, but let's <laughs> let's hear the real. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So like you know. <laughs> so you're, you're hold on. So let's paint the picture. You're the singer for this band who's like you know you're kind of badass. We're kind we're kind of doing our thing. You got know what I mean? Tattoos, we never really you, got big. Yeah, whatever. But, but you're like this badass rock star dude, and it's. And like for me to run around shitting, oh, it's funny. But you're like this badass rock star dude going on stage, and then right, see, that's the thing. But like my mentality was like, you guys, man, I just yeah. wanted to have a good time. I was yeah, f- f- fucking partying, you know? What yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So we're late to the venue, uh, to the fairground or whatever it is, wherever the fuck we were. I don't remember exactly, but we were late because I was waiting for a guy. <laughs> who knew a guy that could get me some fucking drugs. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Oh, yeah, drugs. <laughs> so we're late. I'm refusing to go. You can't go on stage without your singer. You know what yeah. I mean? So you're doing what I want. So everybody's pissed off at me. Whatever we get there, I have to shit so bad they won't pull over. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? They won't pull over. We're gunning it for like two hours to get to the where we got to go. Yeah. Nobody's pulling over. I'm telling them, dude, I got to shit really bad, whatever. Um. I had a habit of not carrying equipment to the stage or helping set up. Oh, you're a diva, little yeah. crybaby bitch. Le- yeah, just le- like all of us addicts. I get <laughs> yeah. it. They call it lead singer syndrome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I had that. You're that important. Shit. I'm, I'm the guy. They're here to see me, not you guys. You know what oh, I mean? What like that dick. was the fucking bullshit what mentality. A dick. It really, yeah, it was a fucking <laughs> idiot. So but yeah, I mean, that's what happens though. So I show up, whatever. I'm fucking wasted. Uh, like half a bottle deep, you know what I mean? Like yeah. getting ready to do my stuff. And uh, so they're like, no, dude, you got to carry, you got to get one arm to help carry this cab and the other arm, you got a guitar. And yeah. the fairgrounds, you were on Warped Tour, right? Yeah. So the fairgrounds, you're walking f- like a mile, yeah. dude. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Carrying shit. Yep. So I'm walking there. Uh, you know, the bathrooms are in one designated area across the fucking fairground, which is far. Conveniently. Conveniently, the all side. the way on the other side from where the stage is. Yeah. So I'm fucking, okay, sh- I drop the stuff. Shit's going down my leg. I'm wearing shorts that day. I've already done the thing. Where so you- wait, you just, you have it in your hands and you shit and then it. Oh, I start shitting. Did you think it was a fart or like what? Like No, it was like I've been holding it too long and I <laughs> can't. Gave my in. bowels are like, we don't work anymore, dude. It's done. <laughs> like, well, you're just like, that's it. Yeah. So I'm shitting and I'm like shitting and I just drop the stuff and I start running to the bathroom. And when you're on tour for like an extended length of period of time, yeah. like you've already like ran through all your clean underwear. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've worn them inside out. You've done You don't the have thing. any on at some it's point. It's middle of summer and yeah. it's just getting hotter the further east you're traveling. Just baking that just shit. Just baking in a, you know. So I'm in these fucking, you know, cut off jean shorts, no underwear, uh, and shit's just running down my leg. Oh. Like you're seeing the shit come down my leg. There you go. And I'm running to the bathroom, <laughs> and like there's kids like uh. that know the band. You know, yeah, what I mean? like, uh, yeah, yeah. Seeing this happening, <laughs> I'm literally cleaning my chones out, just butt yeah. naked, like shit just everywhere. Cleaning yeah. my 
fucking shorts out <laughs> in the sink. You know what I mean? Yeah. And felt shitting, like a real awesome yeah, rock star at that moment. After shitting the rest out. <laughs> and I got to put those shorts back on. You know Ew, what I mean? For real? Yeah, dude. What am I going to do? I'm going to walk across the whole place with my dick hanging out? No. I don't have anything on me. So I put the wet shorts back on. Oh, I know that feeling, too. And it's time to go on stage. Yeah. No sound check. It's time, dude. You're on. You're late. You know what I mean? So I go up. And I, you know, I, I got it out, but I'm not. I'm not good. Yeah, you know I, mean? yeah, yeah. I don't trust. So I wouldn't trust a fart fucking for anything at this point. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And like at the time, like our band was known for like going a little wild. You know what I mean? And like kind of going crazy. So the kids are there to see us fucking like break some shit or fucking yeah. we'd like jump off the fucking whatever and like jump around and throw shit around. Yeah. And uh, I straight up say on the mic, I'm like, hey guys know what you're here like after the first song i just do it very blandly do what i'm supposed to do <laughs> and i just say hey, to the guys i'm like a tummy ache i'm like i'm a little sick today guys <laughs> like i know you're here to see a show blah blah, blah whatever and the guitarist that has his like his mic set up to do like backing vocals or whatever yeah goes tell him the truth <laughs> sold your ass right out i'm like Dude, shut. you know like the whole like dude sh- Shut up, shut up. You know, covering <laughs> yeah, yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like tell the truth. I was like, fuck, I'm already fucked up. I'm like, fuck it. I shit my pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just cheers. I'm like, okay, cool. You get, you, get, I mean? you get an awesome reaction. But dude. Yeah. So, you get it? We've done some fucking dumb shit. Yeah. Drunk See you and guys. Tour. And that wasn't the first time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've been passed out here. Like, my poor fucking parents, dude. Like, <laughs> my, uh, stepmother i know a couple of times has like walked in on me uh like laying in the bathtub after puking and like shit and yeah i'm just sitting there with like shit and puke on me yeah you know what i mean like fucked up shit oh yeah that's the idea but uh dude i've shit my pants more times in my 20s i ever remember shitting him as a kid though yeah but i do remember one time (laughs) since we're on the bathroom bathroom break podcast so easily right over i've shit him more in my 20s than when i was a baby but but i do i got one time that i do remember and this is in my stand-up and i'll just I'll tell you how I tell it. Yeah. There was one time that was really prominent. I was in uh, I was in kindergarten, and we're all sitting crisscross applesauce on the carpet. You yeah, know how you yeah, do? yeah. Well, the teacher's up in front. She was giving out awards that day. And I, I don't know if you remember, but when we're, we were six years old, dude, nothing was funnier than farts. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Uh, they're still fun. I'm almost 40, and nothing's funnier than farts. <laughs> so you get it, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> so nothing's funnier than farts. I look around the room. I feel one coming on. I'm like, ooh, I'm about to fucking, it's my time to shine. <laughs> yeah, you know what I go. mean? I look at my buddies. I go to let one go, and out comes, out comes a king-size Snickers bar built to share, dude. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I turned ghost. You just like, dude, like lift off the ground. <laughs> yeah, I just swizzle. Yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> so I turned ghost white. I don't know what to do. I grab my pant leg like this, so it doesn't come trickling out. I stand up and I start going to to the door to go to the restroom. All of a sudden, I hear student of the month this month, Nicholas Romero. <laughs> Dude, You're like what? Not right now. Yeah, for the people watching this, I'm Nicholas Romero. Just so we're on board. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, if yeah. You don't remember. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. What am I gonna do? So I go up to the front to accept my award with the shit in with your the pants. Shit in my pants, still clutching it. And she goes, Nick, how'd you do it? Give us a speech. <laughs> You're like, well, what? I tried to fart, but it, no. oh, not this. <laughs> Yeah. So the most eclectic thing I could think of to respond with in my six-year-old brain in that moment is fucking, I had an accident. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. To the whole crowd, I had an accident. So you thought she was asking about how'd you do the shit? I just... How did you take the shit in your pants? And you're going, you know, but really I'm, she means how are you the best student? Yeah. But you, you're like, this turd is the only thing well, on I'm my just mind. Ex- I'm telling her, like, <laughs> help me, I shit my pants, basically, without <laughs> saying, help me, I shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm like, yeah. I had an accident. Oh, you know man, what I mean? Yeah. You know, that's like code <laughs> to yes. older people. Like, 
oh, okay, he just pooped his pants. <laughs> I should probably oh, figure okay. this out. Yeah, because yeah. I'm the I'm the one who's supposed <laughs> to do that, right? Dude, that's awesome. So I'm like, I had an accident, and <laughs> like everybody's like looking stunned till it fucking dawns on them. Yeah, and like in their brains, they're probably thinking. This is the most humble six-year-old in the world. He accidentally became student of the month. <laughs> Little did they know I'm smuggling the entire box of Lincoln Logs and my Ninja yeah, Turtle undies. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get excused to go to the restroom finally, and I take the Ninja Turtle undies off. And I remember <laughs> when I was a kid seeing my mom do this, when I would shit my pants, she would like take the underwear, flush the shit out, and then she would hit the you know, the flusher or yeah. whatever while keeping the chones in there to like wash them out. You know what I mean? To like yeah, rinse yeah, them yeah. off. So I'm doing that in the fucking toilet. Yeah. I love that you remembered that she did it because you were clearly shitting your pants so often that, <laughs> that, that, that she had a, a way of, of cleaning Dude, them. Dude, I'm just assuming that what was going through my head yeah. at that time was because when you're six, five or six, at that point, like shitting your pants isn't okay anymore. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, you shouldn't you be doing that, be that anymore. Guy. So I'm sure, like the last time that I shit my pants prior to that, I was probably getting like a really dude. Come on, fuck. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, getting yeah, shamed yeah. Yeah, while yeah, she's yeah, doing yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. in the toilet with the underwear. Yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe if I just do this, like nobody's gonna find out, and I'm not gonna get in trouble that I yeah, shit yeah. my pants. <laughs> so I did. I did that. I put my fucking pants back on, and I go back to class with fucking wet chones, dude. Wet uh, Ninja Turtle undies. Soggy turd pants. That's my shit story. Dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had a pair of soggy turd pants on after I shit on the window in New York City because we had to go. What? We had to go like. Why were you shitting on a window so, in New York? Yeah, like I took a shit on these, this old couple's breakfast in New York, like <laughs> right on the window. I pressed my ass against the window and then took a oh, shit. Oh, while they were in there They're eating? They were in there eating and I pressed the ass against the window and then shit. Was it on film? Yeah. Oh, it was okay. on one of the CKYs. And, uh,. And then we ran away from it and ran back up the stairs in order to, like, uh, you know, get, like, just get away from the, the whole situation. And, and Bam was filming it, and it was, and we were laughing as we were going up the steps. And he tells me, like, shit, dude, I think I hit the record button, and I missed the part where we were laughing up to the steps. Like, we got to go redo that. And I had already jumped into the shower and rinsed the pants off, and there's shit and water all in them. <laughs> And I was like, ah, oh, we can't go do it. We can't fake a laugh. That's lame. And yeah. he's like, dude, but we have to because it's so good. It looks so good. Little did you know that was going to be a regular thing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You were telling me, right? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. were like, uh, Rab. Oh, uh, people of Bam, yeah. They, they <laughs> tested and uh, guess 15-year-old girls like it when you laugh. So can you do the laugh more? I remember <laughs> yeah, you yeah, telling yeah. me that. And you're like, just make me laugh. Yeah, how but, fucking lame. <laughs> how fucking but, uh, lame, yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, that, that's the uh, the world of TV. But, but so, yeah, to finish that, they and I don't know if I've told it on here before but but um what happened was i was like okay cool let's go film this laugh and we right, i put whatever. these soggy shitty wet pants on and i go go get into the elevator with bam and we go in the elevator we get on the elevator start going down as the door opens in the lobby the door opens and it's the old people who's breakfast i took a shit on like the old people who were at the window are standing right there at the fucking door as it opened oh no and i was like what because i was like they're staying in the same hotel as us and i flip out i run right past them with the soggy wet shit pants and i'm like start cracking up and i'm like i can't believe it's fucking them and we're dying laughing and we're running up was the that steps. on camera yeah and so he got the video of that <laughs> And like, and we used that laugh, That's and it was so a real funny. laugh because they were right there at the bottom of the. Uh, so it elevator. worked out. So it, no it bullshit yeah, TV man. It wasn't lame. It wasn't That's uh, so fake. Funny dude. But yeah, I had, I I, I can relate to the soggy, wet, shitty pants. <laughs> Fuck man. But uh, it's funny. I was thinking when you were telling that story of like getting in trouble. Like my buddy's uh, little boy is like being potty trained, and um, and he like. He'll try to go to the bathroom and stuff, but what he'll normally do, like when we were just over there the other day, he'll just wander underneath this little like play school table and sit there and stare at you and then just shit like <laughs> under the <laughs> like under the table. Eye contact. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, just looking you deep in the eyes <laughs> as he's shitting, just, he's... and you're like, ew, like. <laughs> 
I, I don't want to be <laughs> staring at you while you're shitting. Like, I could see him like grunting, like, oh no. You know, but it's just fucking. Like, this is supposed to be intimate, yeah. dude. What are you doing? It's funny the shame though that the little kids feel of the shit. I mean, well, and I turned that around and ended up just using it to my advantage. I yeah. have no shame. I will no shit shame. in front of everybody. Shit, and you can watch my Punch asshole man. as the turd comes out. <laughs> I have no problem with that, dude. Um. But yeah, so okay, so you're you're uh, you got a couple you know good shit stories there for sure, and I wanted to hear a little bit more about the band though. You you guys tour, you did Warp tour, um, and did you make an album? Yeah, we had a we had an EP that we did like a distribution deal with a Japanese distribution company so they kind of push so you guys it are more. huge in japan so they kind of push it more overseas <laughs> nice but like over here nobody gave a shit dude you know like I mean? uh like jimmy pop and, and uh evil jared hasselhoff from uh, bloodhound gang are like buddies of mine and and are uh, they like huge overseas yeah they, like i mean thing. they were huge here they had a huge hit here a couple huge hits here and then now it's like in germany and europe and all like they're doing Everywhere, huge right? shows yeah so that's how it was it was like nothing really took off here because the bands that we did kind of sound like and stuff like that were already like established and they're like they're the dudes yeah you know what i mean but like we got this like sub genre thing that's like kind of a blend of that and it was kind of taken off everywhere else mm -hmm. so like it was cool for a couple of years but yeah. yeah and then after it like basically everybody went on hiatus we went on hiatus we never really like announced a breakup or anything like that it's just everybody i was in the band with i was 21 or 22 at the time yeah when the band was like starting to get tired to, to be and, done yeah. yeah and uh i mean you guys are on the road a lot I we're think on the road a lot everybody else in the band was much older than me like getting ready to go, get into their 30s had children already so yeah. they were like Oh, we did what we wanted to do. We're kind of done. Yeah, moving like we don't need to chase it anymore. We're getting yeah jobs and stuff, and we're having kids, and we're settling down. Here I am at 22, like, but I'm a fucking rock star. Yeah, you know what I mean. Don't you go anywhere. What I do more, I do now? I got more pants to shit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. So the party just kept continuing. Yeah. you know what I mean. It was just a slippery slope, dude, until it got to the point where like I was dating this chick. And this is like the most recent girl prior to to Danielle that like I was dating, and uh, we were just both gnarly alcoholics, dude. Yeah, yeah. So we would have explosive fights and then make up, explosive fights and then make yeah. up until it got to the point where she was like, "I'm tired of the explosive fights." She fucking turned me into the cops, dude. Yeah. I did some time in jail on a fucking DV case. Oh wow. Got out. I'm um, three years. I've been here in this house back with my parents, like getting shit back together. You yeah. Know yeah. I, mean? yeah. Uh, I put out an album all about it, uh, with the band stray life that I did. Uh, that was the last project that I did. That was music. It was the first time I'd ever rapped, which was cool. Like, yeah. I rap on that album. Oh yeah. And it was fucking badass. You know nice. what I mean? Like it was a, it was a cool thing. Cause I'd never done it. I didn't know I was good at rapping. And yeah. then I put that out and that was cool. But like, I still have a second half, that like I haven't released yet. Yeah. That like me and my buddy Jeff Sehun, who's in a band called Let Live, or was in a band called Let Live at the time, we kind of did the whole album together and broke it up into two parts. So it's like yeah. still ready to be mixed and mastered and released the second half. Mm -hmm. But I fell into stand up. And so how how did you like so okay, so you're you're kind of playing with a new band doing that and then how did you like how did you fall into stand up? Okay, so it's weird. Um, when you get sober, you're like, oh, shit, what do I do now? You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, what do I do for yes. fun? <laughs> yes, I know that. You know, like, things get <laughs> yeah. boring. So yeah. I just started hanging out at the comedy store all the time. Yeah. Like, I would just, I wouldn't have anything to do, and I'd just go and hang out at the store. Yeah. And, like, started making friends with the door guys, and then just, they just started letting me in. For, well, I don't know if I could say that, but, like, they... When you know people, like they let you. They started letting you in for money. They well, yeah, <laughs> for money. I paid for every ticket. <laughs> yes. But basically, I would just sit in the back and I would get to watch all these awesome comics like doing their thing. And mm -hmm. like, then I started going on Mondays regularly. Yeah. And on Mondays, it's the Kill Tony podcast, yeah. which is basically open micers go up and do a minute bit and then get roasted 
Yeah. Ruthlessly. I, I've been to the Kill Tony podcast. You've been to the podcast. Kill Tony yeah, show? Yeah, uh, my buddy Rick Kosick. Yeah, Rick yeah. goes all the time. Yeah, Rick and, he brought uh, me Jason, there. Uh, or uh, Wee Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're there all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Rick, those... Rick brings me up from time to time, and we'll go up there and hang out and check yeah, it out. Yeah, those dudes and, are... And that, that thing is... that. I mean, that's a fucking big show. It's cool. You know, you know what is. I mean? It's You're fun. in front of like 250, 300 people yeah. every week. Yeah, and so... And when that, you tank in front of those dudes, it's brutal. You know what I mean? So I just started watching that consistently for like eight months never signing up anything like that and then finally i got the balls to do it and the first time i signed up i got pulled oh (laughs) and i didn't really have anything prepared Uh. and i went up on this bit that like i've retired since and it it (laughs) wasn't ready yet and i just fucking tanked so hard dude oh what was the bit it was about um like Reese's peanut butter cups or something like that. Oh, they are delicious. They're delicious. But uh, so what the bit perfect combination. uh, What the bit turned into (laughs) is like you remember those Reese's commercials from the '90s. There's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Yeah, you remember them. Yeah. And then I go, that's bullshit. You're telling me if I crumpled up a Reese's, mashed it on my balls, and had my dog lick it off, that's not a wrong way to eat a Reese's. (laughs) Yeah. And I sit with it for a minute, and I go, because you all know damn well dogs can't have chocolate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's the bit. Yeah, yeah. Like when it was it's finally not bad. Yeah, yeah. Stupid. Like, it's but, a... yeah, but like, what's the big deal? But that was the bit, and what it ended up becoming was that dumb joke. Yeah. But prior to that, I was like playing with it, where I'm like, really, what about morally? And then I lift list off these like immoral ways to eat Reese's. Yeah. Like, what about out of Bill Cosby's candy jar? You know, <laughs> might not remember how many you ate. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, and it just wasn't, it wasn't there yet. Yeah. So I'm like going up doing like an open mic bit on this stage on the main stage of the comedy store in front of 250 people and they're just like we're not having it dude this isn't yeah. funny yeah <laughs> and then they just ripped you. and that was the first time i'd ever done stand-up was in front of 250 God, people damn that's awful first time yeah and they just what made you want to keep doing it? <laughs> that rush of like yeah dude it was a high and i yeah. i hadn't felt that low in a long time either so, so i was clinging on to bit. anything that made me feel anything yeah i hear you and that. then i just yeah. Started making friends. Yeah. And just started hitting the mics around town. Yeah. And then finally, like, things, like, I got a solid act together, and now we're out on the road, and, like, I'm headlining. And Yeah, that's awesome. Out of state. So how many years have you been doing it now? It's a year. Oh, a year. So this was a a year ago when you did the Kill Tony? Yeah, it's coming up on a year. It'll be a year in March. Oh, wow. Is when I've, yeah, in, in. And you hustle because I see your Dude. Instagram and you guys are doing shows all you the time. And, yeah, and there's a. Yeah. I was talking to Josh Denny about this on his podcast. There's a right way and a wrong way to grind. Yeah. Uh, yes, be out every night doing your thing mm-hmm. and uh, be telling your jokes, but pay attention to the audience and pay attention to what's working and what's not. Right. Because if you're going up and you're just doing the same thing over and over again, and you're, you're like, not. eventually it's going to get a laugh. Like, no, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Construct your shit to, yeah. to the feedback. Yeah. You know what I mean? And a lot of people have problems with that. You'll see two, three-year-plus comics going up doing the same shit that they've been doing for two, right. three years, just tanking hard because it's like they've refused to alter the bit because they're not humble enough to be like, oh, I'm not what I wrote originally isn't funny yeah that and exactly and I, and what i see a lot with with comics or, or comedians that i that i struggle with a little bit when because I, I love i love the you know the um you love stand-up yeah you love the I, yeah. intricacies of yeah it. I, I love the whole the art form and and it and it it's incredible obviously i'm a huge fan of george carlin that's why i did you know that Hell bit yeah. and like but you know everybody like lenny bruce is is so amazing for for what he the did man, for dude. freedom of speech and all like you know and, and 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 then going into obviously prior and and you know all of the guys and chris rock and all the Chappelle main staples and, yeah, yeah yeah and you know all this but i i love it i love bill hicks he's he's amazing and and you know and and dennis leary was the shit like when i was young i, <laughs> yeah. I love no cure for cancer and like, right there's so many like I, i'm a huge fan of stand-up and but, w- but one thing that really drives me nuts not to get too far from the point because the point for that for me was like when you go out there and then you bomb 
and then you go, oh, it's the audience. They're yeah, shitty no, there are no, shitty sh- there's like, no, sh- no, sometimes there's, there's crowds that don't react like the last one did. Sure. Like maybe yes. f- for whatever reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? But for the most part, like if you get titters out of a, out of a crowd that's already not that responsive, just be glad that you got that. Yeah. Like, uh, like well, I, you can't I've, blame it on the audience ever. Right. And, and, and the thing is like, of course there are some people that come out and they're like, uh, like most people will come out and they're like, I want to laugh today. That's why I'm going yeah. to see comedy. But some people come out and they're in such a place that they can't even laugh or whatever. Like yeah. I noticed the night that I, that I went up and, and did the story, um, that, Okay, so Sam Tripoli, he's hilarious, and he killed. Like, he went out, and he fucking killed, and people were cracking up, and I was laughing. I don't know if I was laughing harder than everybody, but I was laughing. That shit was hilarious. Yeah. And then somebody went after him. It was, like, a little dark, because the whole idea of the show was to be dark. Dark humor. And and do that, and it was a little dark, but it didn't, uh, didn't do well. And then someone else went, and it didn't do that well. And what I noticed while that was happening, and, he, and what I also noticed while Sam was killing, was that there was this girl up there in the front row, her and her boyfriend, that did not want to laugh at anything. Mm-hmm. There, was, there was this funny stuff happening, and this shit was hilarious, and they're not laughing. They did not want to laugh. And I was like, oh, God. So I started getting in my head a little bit about it before I was going on, on stage, and I'm like, oh, that chick does not want to laugh. So... Luckily for me, I had never been up on stage and I didn't know what the feeling was or what it was. I, I've been on tons of stages as yeah, far as with CKY things. and and with that and with like announcing things or, or promoting things or doing jackass live stunts. or do, right. I've done all that, but I've never gone up there in a stand-up situation to tell jokes or tell a funny story and, and try to get laughs. And when I walked up there on the stage, I did not know that spotlight blinds you like that. Yeah. So then I was like, like, I'm all, like, I can't even see. You're like, oh, like, I can't Whoa. see their faces anyways. Yeah, and I and I noticed that. And that so that right in the beginning, I was sort of blinded and like looking down a little bit. It's like that at that particular spot, really bad. Okay, where you yeah. really can't see people's faces. Yeah. And for me personally, that shit throws me off my game sometimes. Because sometimes me a little. I yeah. like, like I really like to look at people and talk to them directly. Yeah. So that they can relate and to draw them in and get yeah. them on my side. And and I thought there would be some sort of intimacy of connecting with people that were there, but when that happened, I was like, dude, I'm like blinded a little. And it, it threw me off at first, and then it kind of helped because then I could block out the thought of this girl's oh, not going to laugh laughing. at yeah. And so then I started telling the, telling the stories and doing this thing. And I guess the only thing that she thought was funny in life was shitting yourself and stuff to do with <laughs> shit because – as I told that, then I'm like, I'm, I'm hearing laughs and I'm hearing laughs and it's like, okay, this is cool. This is working. This, these are working. This is good. And then like, I kind of looked out of the corner of my eye and I saw her laughing and they're the cracking first time up. that night. And well, I you was were like, also the, uh, like the face of the show that night. You were the one with oh, the I didn't most even credits. Realize that. So yeah. you were the one with, that was the most recognizable as far okay. as face value goes too. And sometimes people are showing up for the show or and they if on, they know you they'll relate on easier on face value yeah. alone and don't give a shit about anybody else that isn't Absolutely cuz I've heard like like obviously like I said I just told a story but I've heard like you guys like real comedians that say that that like it'll be like you know Seinfeld or somebody that's like like a big time and and everybody knows them it's like well I don't even have to try I just walk out there and then it, they already think it's funny cuz I'm there and just because like, you're saying it, it was maybe it was Seinfeld or maybe it was Chris Rock or some one of the one of the big guys they were like Basically, like it's hard to work out material because you can't judge whether they're just laughing because they know you. Yeah, that was on that or... HBO special that they did, talking comedy, right? Okay, yeah, they yeah. We were yeah, talking about yeah. that. It was Rock, uh, Louis C.K., Ricky Gervais, and Seinfeld yeah. talking. About yeah, it. yeah, yeah. They're like, yep. do you think they're just laughing because it's you? Yeah. Or do you think the material is actually funny? Then yeah. There is a. I mean, they'll give you some more wiggle room. But at the end of the day, if the material's not funny, it's just not funny. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like it'll yeah. only that star power will only last for so long before they're like, <laughs> yeah. boo. Yeah. What happened? I came here to laugh, asshole. Where's Costanza? Yeah, 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 yeah. Where's that yeah. whatever guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where's Michael Richards? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we were talking about earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and, and and I know, and and so um, so, but it was funny because yeah, she she laughed, and then I, 
Uh, it was weird, and I can imagine how, as you know, if if it was something that I did pursue, like like you the pursue, high. like right? I could imagine how that would eat at you, though. Of like, okay, I got the laughs here, I got the laughs here, but why didn't that? But bitch I didn't laugh? get that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and, talked to Sam yeah. Tripoli about that too, and he's been yeah. like, uh, I forgot where we were. I think we're at the uh, the parlor. On mm-hmm. sun, not, I don't know if it's on Sunset, but it's in downtown. And he was doing, or in Hollywood, and he was doing, and the room just wasn't paying attention. And Sam's like a vet, dude. This guy's been doing it. For and a how long could time. you not pay attention to him? Because yeah. he grabs your attention. He grabs your attention, and he was really trying, like, really going for it that night. And he got off stage, and he walked off, and he was like, fuck, I had to work for them tonight. Yeah. Like, that's what yeah. came out of his mouth. He was like, I had to work for them tonight. And when you have nights like that, and it usually happens when you're doing, like, a bar show. Because mm-hmm. people, s- s- some of the people that are there, like, are just showing up to drink. They didn't even know a comedy show was going to happen. So they don't give a fuck what you're doing up there. Yeah. They're there to drink and f- whatever, do what they came there to do. Yeah. And they got their backs to you. That's the worst, though. That seems like the hardest thing Dude, to do. Dude, those are the people that you try to target and cater to the most. And, like, the easiest way to ease that tension is to straight up just start going after them. Jab at them, like, yeah. Go after, <laughs> go after them. Make them pay attention to you. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. We just had a show like that uh, right when we got back in town. So we were doing sold-out shows in Phoenix, and which is awesome because that's where you make your money is on the road. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. comedy. Unless you're fucking Joe Rogan or the dudes that are yeah. regularly doing the store every night. Yeah. You're not making shit here. The stuff that you're getting booked on, you're like maybe gas money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe a drink ticket that night. Yeah. Which is completely useless to dudes like you and me. Yeah. You know what it's I like mean? It's like in uh, Sleepwalk with me with a Berbigla's like first movie like where he's like driving that shit ass Volvo to get <laughs> gas money. It's just enough to get there and back. Yeah. So yeah. that's what we're doing it for here around LA. Nobody's paying shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. You might get lucky and get like a we just got a, a recovery center that reached out for us to do uh, some stuff and they're going to pay us like a, way more than we would right. get. That's really awesome. Anywhere. But that's like an off the beaten But that's path like doesn't sorta, happen yeah. often. Right. And uh but yeah, so you're doing that. So when you're so we show up to this bar show, so sold out shows in Phoenix. Awesome. Badass, big rooms, really cool. You know, we get home and we're like back on the grind. Okay, we've got these shows that are friends that pitch us. Back shows. to no one caring. Back to, and... We're at this bar, <laughs> dude, this tiki bar. There's maybe six people there. Nobody's oh, yeah. paying attention. The two comics before us bomb so fucking hard. Kind of like what you experienced the first night that you went up where the guy yeah. just sucked the life out of the room. Yeah. The material they were saying was you just so to... cringy and you're like, why are you talking about that? Like, yeah. Nobody can relate. Okay, make it funny. Yeah, nobody can relate to that because <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. gross or it's just... Or it's dark and sad. Dark, dark or sad or whatever. Which yeah, like... You can make funny, but if you're not funny, like you're not going to do it that one guy, right. I felt like that. Like, you're just like, oh, man, sorry, yeah. man. Like, like, yeah, like, you I don't wanna... start to feel bad yeah, for him yeah. when you're supposed to laugh with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a similar situation like that, and thank God Danielle goes up before me. She's a vet, dude. She's been doing it for like seven, eight years now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So she's... She knows You're riding how to, those coattails. She, dude, oh yeah, man. I'm just yeah. an open micer looking for a way to the top, brother. Yeah. I'm, cheat, I'm cheat coding yeah. my way out. You got to, <laughs> got to. And uh, thank God for her, dude, because she's a vet. She knows how to read a room. She goes up and she just starts fucking digging into everybody. And yeah. then all of a sudden, the room's shutting up. They're listening. They're ready for comedy. She gets into her material. That's awesome. Sets it up. She talks about me. Sets me up perfect. I get to go up there and be like, I can't believe you said that about me. (laughs) No, not me. And then they're like, oh, my God, did this just happen right now? He really didn't know? know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is material we've been... Yeah, plugging for yeah. six Where's months that now. Good? Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, it's on the fly. <laughs> but it was awesome, dude, and it saved the show. Yeah, and it was just. But those are the nights where you're like, "Fuck, man!" And I turned to her too right before she was about to go up. I was like, "I don't want to go up." Like I was like, "I don't want to do it." They're not. They don't care. 
They're yeah. not paying attention. I still get in my head a lot. Oh before yeah. I go on stage. I mean, it seems like you know you're a year in, so like it's it's like that's got yeah. you got to be learning so much. And I, I was thinking about like how much like right there, like dude, like how much the lineup has to do with a lot of things too. I mean, like what I like okay. Uh, let me understand it better, but what I've gathered from time of seeing a bunch of shows is like, all right, if you're if you're a band and you're going to see Guns N' Roses, like there's a band before a band and then Guns N' Roses. Yes. Like whereas with comedy, like you don't want to be the dude at the end. Like you want to be right you in the middle, You want to be the dude right, right like, in the middle in the yeah. sweet spot yeah. where they're like, they're not burnt out. You know yeah. what I mean? From like laughing at fucking homeboy who's got like 19 Netflix specials already and that's who they were there to see. Yeah. And then, and they then leave you go and up and you got to keep that going. Yeah. Like that is the hardest thing ever. And you don't want to be the guy that opens the show while people are still kind of sitting in, still settling in, still checking their phones, yeah. still like getting their drink orders. You don't want to be that guy either. You yeah. want to be like third or fourth. Okay. Right in the sweet spot. Where so Josh seen... set me up pretty well that Dude, night. Dude, <laughs> he gave you the prime. You, yeah. you got a spot that we fucking work years <laughs> to get, dude. That's why I feel terrible about that. No, don't yeah, feel yeah, terrible. Yeah. You fucking You can tell, it. though, there was you a couple people. by shitting on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Okay. There you go. Okay, you fair enough. earned yeah. your stripes. There's no cheat code. Yeah. You made us all laugh before we even thought to go try to make people laugh on yeah, stage. Yeah, okay. Right. So don't worry. But that. there were a couple that were like you could feel like they're like, nah, good job. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, I thought you did good. Like, yeah. you know, well, I said nice they, things to you, and then yeah. you just kind of were a hater. All right. They sucked. Half that lineup that night. Oh, fuck. I don't want to say that. But like, <laughs> there were a couple people on that lineup that night. No, I mean, the, they might have just had off nights, you know, like because yeah. because it, it felt it like that a little bit too with the one guy because I think the other that guy has been pretty funny and other things and yes. I think and I think he just had an off night and it was like it did it got a little sad. Well, that like, particular oh. guy, no, that guy has those nights regularly. Just <laughs> I was nobody knows who it. he is. I was saving that. Oh, were you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm a fucking I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I gotta live my truth, man. Assholes anonymous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, man. Um, and I, I still get intimidated. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when we do get pitched like shows at comedy clubs that are like big comedy clubs, sometimes I'll get in my head and sometimes I won't do as well as like I wanted to. And, yeah. it, and it, 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 the funny thing is, is that when you're up there and you've, you're firing on all cylinders and then you have a night where you're like one cylinder is just kind of like not quite there. Yeah. You think the whole set sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you get in your head and you get depressed. But you kind of, what's nice for you is you have your partner that like can, oh. can kind of help oh, yeah. you. She's, like if you're feeling like, man, I, that, that one sucks. She's like, yeah, it was three quarters of the way good. Then that, like that helps. Cause like, I feel like if you're just in your head thinking it sucks entirely, you forego all the rest of that. And you forgo, you like forgo what your timing was on certain jokes. And you don't even think about those things. And then she can kind of help you get out of that and go, you know what? You're right. 20, like, like, uh, maybe a, a, different a, a this five way. minutes of it sucked at this part, but yeah. the other 15 minutes were good. She'll be like, or yeah, she'll, like, and we do that for each other. She'll be like, why'd you say it different this way? Or yeah. why did you take so long to get to it this time? And I'll be like, yeah, you're right. Fuck. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the cool part about like, like having a partner that's doing the same thing as you yeah. is like, you guys are there to kind of like sit back with your notes and be like, oh, you did it that way and bring it to your attention. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I did. Didn't I? Fuck. And yeah. And you, you, you're quick to correct it. We're like quick to, to sculpt each other into the best performers that we can be for the next show. Yeah, and that's you know rad I mean? because I because I'll be honest, the the amount of time that I've spent around comedians, that is not what's happening. No. It's more like fuck that dude. I don't want him to do well. Fuck him. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, you got the show? Cool, man. Yeah. And they're like hating on you hard. Like there's a lot of that in that in that community that I have I haven't noticed fucking quickly. got any of that my my way yeah. too much. But I know because I am a personable guy. Comedians. I talk to a lot of people. Like I try to stay positive, and like I've spread yeah. a lot of like good energy. Like that's my main thing. But I, yeah. I, I like also book shows out here, so I hook people up. 
So yeah, a lot so of people are Yeah, you got the good way, yeah. So a lot of people aren't <laughs> as shitty towards me being in front of your face. Being, <laughs> yeah, in front of my face, being yeah, only yeah, a yeah. year in and already being where I'm at. Like I'm getting opportunities that I shouldn't be getting. Well, you're hustling at it, dude. But, and that's that's but it, you know. Danielle'll tell you she's like I wouldn't be on tour with you if I didn't think you deserved it. If I didn't yeah. th- she'll say it. she'll be the first one to tell people that's not just because I'm giving her that sweet dick, you know, yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not, she's, she's openly said it on podcasts and shit too. Like other interviews, like if he wasn't funny, I wouldn't fucking, I wouldn't fuck with him. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, and the thing is too, I was going to say that there's a big difference between being a year in and going up as much as you do and, and working on it as much as you do. And being a year in and going, oh, once on a weekend or once every other week, I yeah. might, I might, you know, or once a month I'll go up. Cause like, cause time, it, it, it's like, yeah, you've spent that year, but like, how many hours have you actually put into? Exactly. It? It's like, okay, there's 365 days in a year. If you're doing four or five mics a night consistently, 365 days a year, That's you've a, gone yeah. up a couple thousand times yeah in that year yeah yeah dude you're ready you're good you're fine you're yeah. good to go yeah you know yeah. what i mean yeah and you're, that's i mean you're not like ready you're not like golden or anything nobody's ever golden there's never like a all right I've no but you're it. learning a to ton throughout but that you're, you're definitely more experienced than the guy that's two three years in but he only goes up two nights a week and only goes to one mic yeah twice and and that's what i uh, like i have to imagine um having tried one time it was it was awesome i i i, I could feel why you would get addicted you gotta eat shit once yeah. before you really can fucking appreciate it right man. and and like and, and that's you what will. i'm saying if you, like, if, if you yeah. if you continue with it you will you'll hit yeah. those blocks where you'll be like oh fuck i don't want to do it again you yeah, know what i mean right and that's what i was gonna say is like like i i had fun with that and i could see how you would get addicted to it but i also can appreciate how much you have to work at it and and how much you would learn over the process of it and that no one's just instantly good at it and uh it doesn't matter if you were like the dude in high school that made everybody laugh i've had some that guy's annoying as shit anyway right (laughs) (laughs) we were talking about we don't have to name names but we were talking about comedians earlier that uh you didn't say anything poorly uh, just i did because i don't (laughs) i feel a specific way about a couple of them and they that's what they remind me of is like like i'm funny in a locker room and i'm funny in front of the cute girls because they think i'm cute well yeah but you're not funny but like you think that you are because the cute girl thought that you were funny. So you have the confidence. So then you're to do it. funny, but yeah. you're not really funny. And and that's the hater in me, I guess, because it's like, well, technically they're funny because they're selling they're shows doing and they're doing shit. this and that. And I get it. But to me, I struggle with that a little bit because I don't think they're funny either. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because it's just like, oh yeah, I know you're cute and everything worked out for you in life. We yeah. get that, but that doesn't mean that you're funny. Yeah. I've always found and 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 this this may not be universally true. There are some some somewhat attractive comedians. But what I have found is that the fat guy who's balding and has funny ears is usually way funnier than, <laughs> than the hot looking yeah. girl or guy. And people or are more willing to like laugh with you. Yeah. If you do look like that. Yeah. Than if you're like a hot dude. Like if you see, okay, you see this hot girl walk up on stage and even if she's funny, the first thing you, that you first do, thing you're thinking is like, Oh, hot girl. Then yeah. you see like this, like overweight girl who's goofy looking, but she just walks up and is fucking hilarious. Like, I don't know. Like immediately, I'm like, yeah, I'm right with this person, and it's funny, and I'm not, I'm not. You're not thinking about else. like, oh, what's her. But if you look at the wonder what her butt looks like. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? And if you and then if you look at like a good looking dude who goes up on stage and he's like, part of my funny is like I show my six pack, and you're like, oh fuck, you know, fuck like you, dude. Yeah, and it's like, but then you see some goofy looking guy who you know was staying home by himself on prom night. Yeah, and that guy's fucking funny because that guy's got fucking yeah. stories that people he's can laughing relate the tears to. away, yeah. dude. <laughs> and so so like no, so, yeah. There's a, a very small percentage of people that can. Relate Relate to everything going good for him in life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So when you're going up there and you're talking about all these things that like aren't struggle, 
and relating it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, all right. So, like, you remember, like, when, like, all these hot girls wanted my number and stuff, and then, like, <laughs> you know, work just gave me a bonus, and then I, I got a brand new car, and I drove it home to You're my like, big no, house. No, I don't remember <laughs> that. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't relate to that at all. No. <laughs> yeah. And it's all relatable, and then a, and a lot of times you get those people that go up, the, the, the hot people or whatever. Yeah. The only stuff that they can do is uh, observational shit, like shit that they see and they don't relate it to themselves because the last thing they want to do because they've been built up their whole lives and everything's perfect and they think they're awesome and they're great. The last thing they want to do is like talk about the things that they're insecure about. Yeah, exactly. Because they're, they're secretly the most insecure people of them all. Oh, for sure. Because if they get one comment that isn't, oh my God, you're amazingly hot, it ruins their lives. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So that's the material that they steer clear from. But the most successful comedians, if you take notice, they're talking about it. They do still do the observational humor but they tie themselves into it right. and their personal experience with it exactly point. dude i feel like that's the thing because then you can connect with them and that's what you want you want that's that it. vulnerability of being yeah. able to connect with somebody about what's funny because that that's what ends up being the funniest to me at least is the stuff i'm vulnerable about or the stuff that i don't feel confident about or the things that that i fucked up in life like th when someone can turn that and make it funny or like sad stuff make it funny because like that's, that's because my favorite vulnerable that's all I yeah. know how to do is yeah. to turn my sad shit into something funny. You know what I mean? Like, that's my whole shtick. Exactly. That's everything that I'm doing is I'm telling you, like, some, some fucked up shit, but I'm making you laugh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's cool to laugh with me. Yeah, and, and it's awesome that you can just, like, find your way like that. Like, you know what works for you. And I feel like going up and, and doing that so often throughout this year is what helps you find your voice. Dude, it's cathartic. And it's like, if you're not talking about... The best part about it, too, if you're not... I mean. In my opinion, if you're not talking about yourself and your personal experiences, why the fuck are you even up there? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And second, like, it makes it so much easier so that your sh your material doesn't get stolen. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You could... You it's know yours. it's you, yeah, and it's your personal experience. Like, granted, somebody may have something similar to it, but they it's not going to be exact. Right? Somebody goes up and does your shtick bit for bit. You're like, dude. Yeah. Like, everybody's going to know right away. Yeah. Like, yeah. You exactly. can tell. Like this guy didn't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what I was thinking too, a little bit about, um, like being that you, you know, we're in recovery and addict type people. It's kind of a great thing because, like like you were saying like you love talking about comedy and you love thinking about comedy and you're going up and you're going up all the time and you've been doing that for a year like obsessively it's kind of great that we are the obsessive type because then you just get obsessive about what you're doing what and you're then, into and you're like doing it doing it doing it, doing it and like and that's how you get good at it that's the thing dude it's constant repetition in when you're did you go to a recovery center like were you in rehab no i actually oh you did it yeah, so what happened with me is um like I I sort of tell this part of it for me, but I had I had fucked up my finances. I had lost I was lost my house and then I had to move in with my mom and uh I didn't have insurance and like uh, creditors were coming after me and it, right. and it was like this big problem because what happened I was drinking, getting paid a lot of money to drink in bars and do these things and like so I would be able to get chunks of money and then I would waste it frivolously on vacations and things and I'd get chunks of money and I just <laughs> never thought Oh, it's not gonna. It's it's not gonna end. Like I'll just always be able to go get ten, twenty grand real quick, and then I can sort this out. Right. And uh, and that kind of dried up and changed. And so what happened was that finances got bad and things got bad, and I didn't have insurance. So I was so afraid to go into a rehab because I felt that would bankrupt me, you know, entirely, Completely, and yeah. then I'd be fucked. So what I did, and I call it this, the uh, the like the poor man's rehab and I do not recommend it because I had, uh, I went through DTs and I had a seizure and then Ooh. I ended up having to get like, uh, go to the hospital anyway and have to pay for that and have to get like, um, a, what do you call it? Um, like the, uh, the drip or what? Yeah. Like the, like basically they, I just had to get like rehydrated by putting the, uh, the syringe know, like, drown, in the drown a arm. Yeah. yeah. So they, yeah. So they're, they're, uh, they're just kind of getting fluids back into me and doing that. But, um, 
but it was it, it was not a good experience. But what I did do then is I did five meetings a day, and I just didn't leave the uh, the clubhouse, and I just, just hung out, stayed there, and did that. And I smoked cigarettes in between, and then I went to a meeting, and I smoked the cigarettes in between, and talked to anybody that was around, and then I sat there with myself, and I would write down stuff, and then I'd go to the meetings, and I did that for like three months. And uh, fortunately, because I didn't have a, a job at the time, and I was able to just kind of focus on that stuff. And uh, I had a I had a partner that was basically financially supporting me at that point, and and she was just helping me kind of get my life back together. And, and you know, and I'm always grateful for that. And and uh, and so that's what I did. I but I I did a makeshift rehab because I did need actual there. medical help you that I ended up to having to get. And then I went to meetings all throughout the entire day, and right. I just stayed there. So it was like. I would have done rehab probably if I could have afforded it or if, At the time, if I right. had insurance or something that would do it. But um, yeah, but yeah insurance to... helped a lot. Yeah. So and like a lot of general relief, like Obamacare at the time helped a lot. Yeah. Uh, well, but, but the thing is that I can say honestly about myself and, and I don't talk too deeply about it, uh, you know, in public forum, but I, but I have been lately. Um, but what I'll say is that. I'm happy with the way that mine went. And I think everybody has their own journey into getting clean and sober and doing what they have to do. And I'm happy that mine went the way it did because sometimes I do think that if I had the money or if I had the insurance or if I had that and I went to a rehab and they just like weaned me off of things and it was comfortable for me and like I got to that place, I think I might um, – I might exhaust that option as many times as I could if I if if I if I could have manipulated situations and I could have done things have. and it wasn't that uncomfortable for me and this and that I would have but because getting sober was so fucking awful for me I don't ever want to do it again and that's how it is in my head so I'm like I don't know what it's like to go to a rehab and do that stuff, but I know how awful it fucking was to not. Right. And I don't want to do that again. So did you ever have um, to go to jail or anything like that? I mean, just little like nightly little... stays and stuff like that. You know, like you get locked up and then you get out in the morning or whatever. But oh, so nothing... you never actually had to go to like county and no, stuff like I never that. had to go to county. That was what got, got me. you. Yeah, I was like terrified. I was like, holy shit! Like all the stuff that you see on TV and stuff, which isn't how it is at all. You right, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's so over-dramatized and stuff, but, like, I didn't know what to expect, so the scare of, like, oh, man, you're going to get butt-fucked. Somebody's going to stab you. You're going to get butt-fucked. Yeah, like, that was scary <laughs> enough. You I know love you, mean? like, you bring your own Vaseline yeah, just in Yeah, man, case. and, like, I got a little butt. You <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I wasn't ready for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, that's not the you're case at all. You're all fingering your own butt before you go in the night Dude, before. <laughs> I had no idea what to <laughs> Gotta expect. Gotta get ready. So that was scary, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, but then, like, the, the whole, like, going into rehab and, like, they get you into repetition and, like, they it's basically like boot camp dude you're up at fucking 6 a.m you gotta make your bed you eat breakfast you're in a meeting you go you smoke your 10 minute cigarette then you're back in another meeting like that repetition yeah. of just like drilling it drilling it drilling it i needed that it like drill sergeanted me you know what i mean i yeah. got home got my life back together where i'm like okay cool like anytime my room even gets slightly messy or something slightly i'm on it yeah super cleanly now you know what i mean like yeah. really it was like going into the military but like not nah. yeah <laughs> you know? yeah yeah and uh that like prepped me and it did the same thing for like comedy it was like oh, okay i like doing this so i want to do it all the time and i have no reason not to because I can't go and like just chill and hang out at a bar. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because I'll be like, Ugh. all right, what's next? What's next? You gotta that stay time on the move. Wisely. Stay on the move. Stay yeah. on the move. So it's just boom, boom, boom. It's grinding. It's it's it becomes easy. You know what I mean? It right. becomes repetitious. You do what you want to do when you do it. You go to work. You come home. Hit a mic. Hit another mic. Hit another mic. Go to sleep. You know? Eat, yeah, go that's to sleep. rad. So it's just that yeah. cycle, and it just it keeps you in check, and yeah. it, it gives you. Like, I feel like I, I read this book while I was in jail. It was called The Purpose Driven Life. Have you ever heard of it? No. It was written by Rick Warren, awesome. and it's basically like a guide to, like, find what it is you love and just pour all your energy into it. So pages from that just keep yeah, resonating in my mind. 
and a lot of it like brings you closer to, to God or whatever, you know, yeah. taboo subject for some people, not for me. I don't right, care. right. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like I had to I just butt fuck God last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We all had to figure it out, you yeah. know what I mean, in he was our own in jail, way, amazingly enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you know what I mean? but like yeah. yeah a lot of it was like tying it in not forgetting like oh like you know you're given these opportunities make the best of it and yeah just find what you love and like bukowski bukowski said it right like find what you love and let it fucking kill you yeah so that's what i'm doing dude yeah i'm it's- basically treating this as an addiction until it's and not it's fucking a, working anymore. Right. And it's a positive and healthy. It's a addiction, positive one. You know, and that's what's right. You see progress. Yeah. You see feedback for it. When you drink, you don't, you might get laid. You yeah. know what I mean? But that, like, that, where does it go from there? Yeah. You might get a TV show on MTV, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it might fucking ruin all your friendships and all of your, uh, and your health and your everything. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's do it. Um, so, no. So, um, I was thinking, dude, it's been so rad sitting down and having like a, a, a long chat with you. Um, we, we, uh, we, you know, we had met each other at the club and we talked a little bit about your shit story, but, but it's good to sit and talk more and more about it. I, I was wondering, um, like what shows you have coming up? Cause like, look, I think we started it with talking about couples therapy, which is your, your show yeah. with your girlfriend and, and she goes up first. What's Danielle's last name? Danielle Arce. Danielle and you can find Arce. her on Instagram at Danielle Arce Comedy. You can find me at Nick Romero Comedy. Uh, you can find our company, Stray Life Entertainment, on there as well at straylife.ent. And, like, you can find out what shows we got going on, all of that. We're doing a lot of more uh, local-based stuff this month. And then next month, she she's my booker. She's the one that keeps track of everything. She's yeah. the one that submits all my shit, gets, me, gets us all our shows when, that aren't stuff that we independently produce. Yeah. I'm that guy. Like I'm the head of stray life entertainment. I'm the one that books all the stuff here. Yeah. That's like in this particular town Mm -hmm. in South Bay. Like if you see stray life entertainment presents, that was me. I put that shit together. Yeah. That's right. And she's the one that books our stuff everywhere i do all the flyers all the promotions and stuff nice. like i'm the one so you guys it. are your own personal street We're team. our own yeah. fucking street team dude, <laughs> dude that's rad but, uh, and, and it sounds like just an awesome um you know it's a cool dynamic that yeah. we got going on but we're also still we're comics we're still fresh into a relationship yeah. so we're still figuring that shit out everything's not fucking roses all the time <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah yeah we have the same relationship problems as everybody else honeymoon phase is starting to wear off sometimes her fucking face annoys the shit out of me sometimes her, my face annoys the shit out of hers same yeah shit. yeah we're going through the same shit well and that's I mean? and that's what's what's it's awesome and we've been saying the word relatable i just saw the ellen um uh special that she had relatable and that was oh, pretty yeah. awesome and and uh but just the relatable thing is that you know couples therapy it's like everybody needs it everybody that's in a everybody relationship needs it. if you, know, you want a real yeah. one you know yeah. what i mean you, you're so all we go up there and we stuff. air a dirty laundry man and yeah. if you think if you can get a kick out of that being like oh all these things that i think about my girlfriend they go up and they fucking say it yeah like yeah. where you say it you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean we throw each other under the bus and it's fun yeah that you know is what I mean? fun yeah it's fun and then we don't have to fight about it at home doing it yeah yeah we yeah get to do it on stage yeah you know that's, what I mean? that's it's rad fun so cool so check out uh again your website yeah, check is- out uh nick romero comedy on instagram uh danielle arce comedy on instagram and fucking follow this man's podcast if you're not already oh yeah Literally, this dude is <laughs> killing the game right <laughs> bathroom now, break podcast sure. on instagram hell yeah and uh rab underscore himself and then we have uh rab himself videos we'll throw this up on on the uh the youtube page hell there. yeah dude so this sweet. was fun man it's dude, like, hey, yeah. the first time we met we just got into a conversation and just kind of fucking connected and it was cool that we had a lot of shit in common yeah uh, i'm glad that we got to sit down and finally fucking hash this shit out man hell yeah (laughs) well thanks for coming on brother thanks brother all right